Hello and welcome to the RylaCast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla Rotary District 5810. That's 5,810 because uh, there were 5,809 of them and then us. Uh, my name is Greg Tepper. My special, special co-host today, because he's my special co-host every episode, is the man they call Josie, Andrew Utz. Well, thank you, Greg. Hello. Hi. How are um, you? That was that was weirdly like mechanic mechanical. It's uh, yeah that that was and it's fine because you know we are just two friends talking here on a podcast in a recording setting. So, right um, guy number two, right guy that, number one, exactly right. Uh, I don't know if I brought this up. I was on your brother's podcast. What? Do you remember? Congratulations! Did you not hear about this? Yeah, uh, I was on your uh, your your brother. He your brother reached out and asked me to come on and uh, on his podcast and talk uh, talk football ball and uh, and we did and it was a it was a good time. Um, well, I haven't listened to it, but like um, because I don't like listening to myself. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm sure it went great. They asked great questions. So uh, I and I'm going to be entirely honest and just and just be a jerk here on, on the podcast. Uh, I don't remember the name of the podcast. Uh, so well, you know, you it. were I know you're 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 playing podcast right now. You were telling me before we started hitting record that it was outsiders opinions. That's exactly right. With yep. Kevin and Austin. hundred percent. That's it. That's the one um, I had. It, it was a couple of months ago and I, I, I was I was on it and it was a lot of fun. Uh, but that's that's what I get for not listening to the podcast. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm sure they right. plugged the name of the podcast at least like six or seven times. Right. Uh, so the out so so here the outsider's opinion. Go listen to that up uh, that podcast. It's after uh, this podcast. After this podcast, yeah. Let me be very clear. Uh, and it's 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 run it's run by Kevin and Kevin's a Riley alum, and so we're just supporting all all the Riley podcasts. I guess go listen to the podcasts I do for work too. I guess that's like the I don't know. While we're just plugging podcasts. Um, go listen to all the podcasts I do for work. Um, yeah, I, I, I know we're, I know we are directing people to listen to audio, um, recordings that are not our own, but on Mm -hmm. that vein, just go ahead and do the premium podcast where Greg makes his, his daily money. Oh, the free ones are great too. Go be a subscriber, uh, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, Go ahead and be that DC, be, be a subscriber. That'd be that'd be great. It would it would help keep the lights on around here. They're great. Um, this is uh, this is the Ryla Cast, the official podcast, Camp Ryla, Rotary District fifty eight ten. We do thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Coming up here in just a little bit, we will talk with Rishi Chowdhury uh, about all things uh, Ryla, and as well as uh, and uh, I confuse him with an antiquated piece of technology. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, but uh, but first, I guess we should give a little bit of traffic here. On, on the way things are going to go the rest of the, the year, which is uh, this is the last podcast of 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, so, well, here's, here's, so here's the God's honest truth. If I can just <laughs> lay it all out for you. Oh yeah. So, so, the, so, so we record this on, we record this on every Tuesday. Okay. Record this every Tuesday or every other Tuesday, I should say. Every other Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, November 29th. You're probably listening to this on maybe, uh, Wednesday, November 30th, if Josie posts the podcast in time. Um, The next Tuesday would be December 13th. And you're probably thinking, oh, okay, that's not a big deal. Uh, That is, in fact, the day before the state championship games and literally the busiest week of my of my year. Uh, And the one after that is December 27th. And I will be driving back from St. Louis 
uh, mm. for Christmas. So, um, yeah, we'll be back in, in January, but it won't be in December, folks. I just, I'm, just, I'm laying it out there. This is where we're in the trust tree with the nest. Um, I'm just being honest with you. Well, this is news to me. I'm finding out about this for the first time is, right now. This is live production, like <laughs> on the air. You know, in a recorded setting, I suppose. Unless you want to do I mean, I don't know. You can find another host. I've done... You know what? I've actually done two solo episodes, so... You know, I was hoping we would just <laughs> skirt right, <laughs> right past those. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll think about it. You know... I would listen to... I, I'll be honest. I would listen to a Josie solo episode, and if you would listen to a Josie solo episode text me and tell me i would absolutely <laughs> listen to a jo- josie solo episode i um, i will do a josie solo episode if you get 10 text messages from people okay folks guys you have my number <laughs> send me text messages and tell me that you would listen to a josie solo episode and we can make this happen i feel like okay. that number's high but maybe uh maybe it's no, it's going to happen. Low. No, you just signed your own death warrant, man. That was, that's, that's, a bad, that's a bad idea on your part. Um, all right. Let's get on to the... the, the that's the, that's the, the, the passive nonsense. Let's get on to the active nonsense. Uh, and uh, it's time to talk uh, about whatever Josie has lined up for the big segment. And he wouldn't tell... This is true. He would not tell me before we came on what his big segment was about. So here with a mystery big segment is Andrew Josie Utz. Well, thank you, Greg. And here is just how in tune we are because, you know, this is the the last podcast of the year. So I want to leave you guys with something really meaty. And -hmm. you alluded to it earlier, unknowingly, Greg, when you said, you know, this is the official podcast of Rotary District 5810. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is going to be a Rotary centric episode. Oh, I love it. Yes. Um. And I was I I've had several <laughs> I've had several conversations with our avid listening base, mm-hmm. and you know Rotary is one of those one of those little organizations. It's a it's a gigantic <laughs> one of those little organizations. You know, cured polio, but like right. other than that, nah, not a whole lot going on. <laughs> Uh, but it, it's one of those things that's that's really at the foundation of what we do at camp, um, and then it's it's blossomed into all these other programs. All these other programs are made possible through our involvement with Rotary. Um, so I just thought I'd I'd uh, pepper in some some Rotary facts. Oh oh, it's Rotary Fact Day. Well, yeah, Rotary Fact Day, and kind of like a like Rotary history. But oh, uh, yeah, I'm. I am genuinely excited because I know I know a fair amount about Rotary. This is probably a, a bad thing to admit on a, on a Rotary podcast. I know a fair amount about Rotary, but like the deep dive history, like I know what they do on like the day to day today. And I know about like the polio thing. Like that's a big push is like eradicating polio. But right. like the the history like and, and, and like the deep dive stuff, I have a lot to learn. I'm excited. Well, you've come to the right place. Greg. Yes. <laughs> the the very first Rotary Club met in Chicago on February 23rd wow. in 1905. The Big Apple. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I don't think that's the Big Apple, but oh, it's close. The big um, <laughs> we're just we're moving on. City by the way. Um, <laughs> City of you know, by by uh, by 1910, 
uh, Rotary had grown to 16 clubs that formed what's now known as uh, Rotary International. Uh, and then by 1912, they had expanded to a few more countries. And before 1930, they were in the United States, Africa, Asia, Central America, Europe, Oceania, which I believe is the <laughs> is Australia yeah. in the in the land yeah, down under. Honestly, that feels like can I, can we have a moment to talk about Oceania? Yeah, that really feels like like New Zealand being like, "Oi, how about <laughs> us too?" You know, like and be like, it's not just Australia. Like they got a whole continent named after them, and like New Zealand's mad. Mm, that's a good point. Am that's I wrong? Point. No, you're not like, wrong. Because, like, I mean, because the Philippines are huge. Are they Oceania or are they Asia? That's a great question. That's a that's a great question. Tune in to our next episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll pull up a map. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm I'm sure you've heard of Paul Harris, the who's credited mm-hmm. with founding um, Rotary International. But there are actually three other people um, who are the who collectively are known as the first four Rotarians. And that's uh, in addition to Paul Harris, it's Gustavus Lohr. I'm certainly butchering these folks' no, no, names. Stuck the landing. <laughs> Sylvester Sheely. Okay. And Hiram Shorey. Okay. So, but, so, but, so, but Paul Harris, because because that's so so they're like the Beatles, right? But Paul Harris is probably John Lennon, right? Or maybe Paul McCartney. Who's yeah, maybe Paul McCartney. Beatle? That's McCartney's another the most famous Beatle. Yeah, yeah, I would say I would say he's 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 McCartney. Okay, got it. And then um I don't uh, want to start assigning Ringo to somebody, so let's just move on. <laughs> that's a that's a great point. Um but uh, you know, Rotary was was founded on principles that remain at the heart of the organization, um, even as it stands today. And and the principles reflect their core values, which are integrity, diversity, service leadership and fellowship and rotary is a as a service organization at its heart um you know service above self is their motto uh, but they channel their commitment to service through five avenues of service club service which mm-hmm. focuses on making the the local club strong uh, vocational service calls on all members to work with integrity and contribute their expertise to the problems and needs of society mm-hmm. um, community service encourages every member to find ways to improve the quality of life of people in their communities and to serve the public interest, which I find, you know, uh, interesting because it's really, you know, it's not only a service organization, but you're, you're trying to find a way, Rotarians are trying to find ways to better their own communities. So, you know, what's, what's a better way to, to find out what your community needs than, just looking around, mm. you know, as opposed to going somewhere else and trying to, to, to help another community. Uh, but I digress. Um, mm-hmm. International service exemplifies the global reach in promoting peace and understanding. And then youth service, which I think the majority of our guests are familiar, most familiar with, uh, it recognize the, recognizes the importance of empowering youth and young professionals through leadership development programs, which is where Ryla comes in handy. So you're telling me that Ryla wasn't just some sort of accident that somebody had like a cool idea one day. They were like, ah, this is probably <laughs> right in line with exactly what we're all about. 
I mean, it it was, but through <laughs> well, also woven into the fabric of Rotary right. International. Right. I get that. Yeah. Um, but speaking of District Fifty Eight Ten, when you said you know, oh, there were probably five thousand eight hundred nine clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are more than thirty six thousand Rotary clubs today. Whoa. Yeah. So does that mean? Let me ask you a question, and I, I, I am genuinely curious because this is the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. Mm-hmm. Is there like a club thirty thousand? Do they go in order? Well, I like, wish I had that answer for here? you. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> uh, I know. I'm, I'm sorry I, to put you on the spot, but I am genuinely curious, and you're failing me. I I am failing you because it's it the it the. Rotary International is broken down into like a hierarchy of zones and mm-hmm. then trickle down into districts and then trickle down into clubs. Okay. So got like it. district 5810, I'm not sure how that correlates to club 30,000. Right. Yeah. That's my question. Um, right. I'm going to so, find out for you though. That'd be great. Thank you. You're welcome. Report back, please. I will. Um, and uh, so this is the meaty segment. So I'm just going to touch on the object of rotary and then the four-way test, which I, I would, I could quiz you on the four-way test. Well, uh, I'll give you a minute to think about it. Uh, I, this is sad. No, it's not sad. I'm actually really happy about this. I know the four-way test. You do. I I do. I'm not, I'm, I, I promise you, I'm not joking. I do know the four-way test. Okay. Okay, well, are you ready? The floor is yours. Number one is, is it the truth? Uh-huh. Number two is, is it, is it, is it uh, oh, crap. Um, <laughs> is it, uh, hold on, I know the two, because it's, there's two, t- okay. Is it fair to all concerned? Look at that. Yes, fair. sir. Yeah, I was going to say, because there's another one, we'll get to number four. Number three was, uh, will it build better friendships and... Oh, there's a word. I'm blanking mm-hmm. on it. Um, well, like, will it been built like like betterment? Like, there's a word. What am I missing? Fill good, me in on goodwill. It. Goodwill. Yes. Okay. Will it build uh, better friendships and goodwill? And then, uh, will it be beneficial to all concerned? That's where Look I got two and that. four. Yeah, man. I told you. Nicely done. Thank you. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Capo Rotary Club. Right? Not just a hat rack, folks. <laughs> like you know, I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah, oh. I, I, I did, in fact, uh, know that. So good job, me, I suppose. Yeah, great job. Well, the four-way test was developed uh, by a Rotary Club of Chicago member in 1932, Mr. Herbert Taylor, in Herb. uh, it, to guide his attempt to save a faltering aluminum company. What? Yeah, Rotary later wait, adopted it. So wait, it. wait, are you telling me that, like, Rotary has, like, a, a deep tie to... Uh, to to big <laughs> big aluminum. Well, well, what I'm telling you, Greg, is Rotarians, in an effort to build goodwill and better friendships within their community, mm-hmm. were able to tailor something used in their local community, and then later have it adopted by Rotary to wow. have it underscore Rotary's value of integrity. Wow. Okay. I I love it. Yeah, this is this is all new information for me as well. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, 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 I learned a lot. Would you Do like you have, one more? Oh. I would like one more fun fact, please. Okay. That in Rotary's first decade, members mm -hmm. set out guiding principles that evolved into what is now known as the object of Rotary. Mm -hmm. And the object of Rotary is to encourage and foster the idea of service as a basis of worthy enterprise, and in particular, to encourage and foster first the development of acquaintance as an opportunity for service, second, mm -hmm. high ethical standards in business and professions, the recognition of the worthiness of all useful occupations, and the dignifying of each Rotarian's occupation as an opportunity to serve society. Okay. Third, the application of the ideal of service in each Rotarian's personal, business, and community life. And fourth, the advancement of international understanding, goodwill, and peace through a world fellowship of business and professional persons united in the ideal of service. Yeah, because like I like one thing I like one of the one of the things I knew about Rotary even before I got involved in Ryla was like it was like oh that's like that's a um, that's an organization that like people use for like professional networking mm -hmm. and like it is and it's true but like it's also like the more I dug into it the more I realized how much more there was to it than, than just that. Right. And it's an incredibly deep organization that, mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to go to international RILA and which was piggybacked uh, the, uh, Rotary International Annual Convention in, in Oceania. Oh, Oceania. Um, <laughs> Wait, you've been to Oceania and you can't tell me what Oceania is? Uh, well, so you're, I mean, a, a you're, a, no. You're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you, a, I'm going to call you a, a geographic fraud. <laughs> a peek behind the curtain. Some, some uh -huh. folks that I met at International Ryla have now started Ryla Oceania and it oh, includes like New Zealand and Australia. So I'm okay. going to, I'm going to talk with them and figure out exactly. We should have them on. We really should. Shout out, uh, shout out Becca, Beck. Oh, okay. Beck. Cool. Love it. Um, and that's, that's really all I've got right now okay, in terms of, uh, shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great. Okay. Um, this has been rotary. Um, this has been like, like get to know your rotary club hour here on the podcast. I like it. I, I feel like I learned a lot. Well, thanks, Greg. I hope you did. And, and if you could follow up with me, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. If you could follow up on uh on the naming conventions i am genuinely curious if like because like okay uh like i was a boy scout at one point right mm -hmm. and right. like i was in troop 841 right okay we were not the only troop 841 in the world there were other troop 841s we were just troop 841 in that part of the world right oh so okay. my question is is there another is there like a is there a like to borrow a, a like a, a sci-fi turn um, is there like a 5810 in the upside down? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, is there a different it, one? Yes. I don't know. I like, I'd love to find out. I'd love I will to know. find that. I will find out for you. 
Somebody tell me about the the naming conventions of of Rotary, and I will I will absolutely we will absolutely report it here on this podcast. So text me two things: text me that you want a Josie um, uh, solo episode, and, and text me what the, ro- what the what the Ryla uh, like the Rotary um, naming club naming conventions are. Um, okay, Josie, that was fascinating. Thank you for bringing us some Ryla fun fact or Rotary fun facts. Thanks, Greg. Uh, and now we're going to get on to our guest. We are uh, joined by uh, uh, Rishi Chowdhury coming up here after the break. Here's our conversation with Rishi Chowdhury here on The Riley. Oh, Josie. Oh, Greg. It's the holiday season. I don't know why I use that intro to bring in our <laughs> guest today, but it is, the, in fact, the holiday season. We're pleased to be joined. We it's... are pleased to be joined by our friend Rishi Chowdhury. Rishi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Do you like the holidays? I do love the holidays a lot. Okay. Well, then there you go. Then it was an appropriate intro, <laughs> I suppose. We just, talked you know, about this. Just more like stating facts as opposed to, you know, coming up with some sort of clever intro. But that's you know, the way I, we roll around here, as, as, I, as I know I, you know. I keep, I'm so sorry. I did do a lot of holiday content planning today, so it's pretty appropriate. Holiday content planning. What does that mean? For my job. So I'm the social media manager for our student union. So a lot of today was just me like writing down ideas for like Christmas or New Year's. So that was pretty much what I did all day. Okay. Well, let's let's start at the beginning. We'll we'll get there in a moment. I do have a number of follow ups there as far as what your Chris what your what your holiday related um, social media posts are going to look like. But first, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your Ryla story? Yes. So, um, in 2019, you know, a very long time ago, uh, our my friend Caitlin Canizares she pulled our like student leaders into like a workroom and gave us a presentation on Ryla. And I really like fell in love. Like I really wanted to do it. And I was a little scared to apply, but I did it anyways. I went forth and just did it. And I got in, which was really awesome. Uh, so thank you to the Coppell Rotary Club for sponsoring me. And I was really excited to do it all summer and then I got there and I was so really excited. It was very like a lot. There was a lot going on. And uh, when I first went into my cabin, it was cabin four with Travis and Craig and Cade, not Craig. Um, I was kind of intimidated because all of the dudes in my cabin were like dude bros. Like they all played sports. I am as anyone who knows me is I am not that person. So I was very scared, but like as the days went on, I learned that they were the most sensitive people I had ever met, which was really surprising, especially because one of them wrote a poem about us, which was really interesting, but I really liked camp. I tried my best to do a lot of things as I was very uncomfortable sometimes, but I, I did it anyways. And I, had a really great time and I didn't ever really think I would come back as a counselor or anything, especially not like as an AC because I'm not super like peppy like that. But uh, this past April, I ran into Avery Spencer just like in our student union and she was like, hey, I'm coming back. Like you should apply. I think they need help. And I was like, okay. Um, And I did. And I did come back and I didn't 
it's kind of like I just said a few seconds ago, like I really didn't think I'd ever come back. So even the fact that like I sent like my information to Becca and Katie of just like wanting to come back was like a huge step forward for me. And I was really scared to go really initially because I didn't think I was going to have a good time because I didn't feel like I was meant to be there. Um, I think you guys said in a podcast episode, I think with Jessica a couple like months ago of like having like imposter syndrome. And that was the way I was feeling most, most days, but I kind of really took it all in again and had a great time. And I had really felt so happy being there and I had such a great time and I felt so valued by everyone there even though I was like one of the only like new alumni staff to not be an ACA or an AC, like it was kind of even cooler just to be my own unique self. So that is my Riley story of just like not really thinking I would enjoy it as much as I did, but coming out with so much like value and appreciation for something that I really love and can't wait to come back to every year. So that's, um, thanks for, thanks for telling your Ryla story, Rishi. And I guess you're in a unique position of, um, you know, you said way back in 2019. So, so from 2019 to 2022, um, how did you, I guess, how do you, how did you use what you learned at Ryla in that, you know, quote unquote gap? Um, you know, you're in a, a unique position to have several years uh, you and the and the rest of the crew, the 2019 crew, to have several years in between camp experiences. So, so what was that like? Uh, definitely, for one, functioning on only four hours of sleep a night. Definitely, that has helped a lot. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that's 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 a skill that you can pick up pretty quickly around here. <laughs> um, also, pushing myself a lot to things that I am not always comfortable with. Uh, like I said before, I'm not a super peppy person, but that, especially through camp, I learned like, you know what, that's not really my style, but I do have a unique sense of leadership. So like using that to my advantage. And I definitely think that like during camp, like making friends, like lifelong friends was such like an important thing for me. So like I used that in like the three years I had in between, because in that time it was my senior year and then I got my first job that year too and like going to college and also not really like in 2019 but I learned it this year and I know that's not really the question but doing a lot of behind the scenes work and like making sure like other people are like getting the great experience that's something I took away especially from this year but that's something I really valued like even in 2019 like seeing like how my friends who were counselors like how they took that away so i guess i've just always like kept that in mind okay so so you mentioned you mentioned that you are from uh you were sponsored by the Coppell rotary club shout out um and uh and so where are you attending college now i'm attending college at the university of north texas in denton i'm a journalism student with my concentration in advertising and my minor in marketing. 
Okay. So you're in the journalism school, but you're in like the money making side of the journalism school. I just want to be very clear about that, right? (laughs) As somebody with personal experience in this, I do think that's a smart move. I think we've had this conversation, but I genuinely don't know why advertising is in the journalism school. Mm. Yeah. But I do love writing. Yeah. So I guess that kind of works itself out. Yeah, there's copy. Uh, so so then can you tell us a little bit, because you're obviously in your in a situation as a student, and now it's like a student leader with, with leadership roles throughout the course of your, uh, your uh, educational experience. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe how you use uh, what you took from camp in, in your everyday life, how you see it kind of manifest itself in, in your day to day? So one of the one of like the bigger things I learned was everybody has the potential to be a leader and um, especially like within Ryla, since all of us like were in leadership positions, like outside of camp, sometimes like the best thing a leader can do is kind of step back and let other people leave. And I have noticed that like, especially like in high school, I had a very like controlling kind of leadership style at points, very kind of like that. But I, I learned to step back and like let others lead. And then if I'm super passionate about something and I know I can do it right or like the best way to help us like reach a goal, then I can do that and I can help us, you know, I'm trying to think of the word succeed. Yeah. And I use that in my everyday of like, even in like group projects that I'm doing right now, I have kind of started off by doing all the work and leading us but like slowly i'm like okay other people can too like maybe other people have better ideas than i have so i think that's kind of what i took from camp of like you know taking a step back and like letting others have the attention or let them lead um another thing i took from camp was also like valuing the relationships i'm having with people and also like the value of being able to communicate especially having really difficult conversations like with people of like, Hey, you're not doing your work or Hey, we just like really need to talk about this thing. That's like either emotional and it could be uncomfortable and like, let's let's just talk it out. Let's get it done. And a lot of stuff like that. I see that in my everyday life. So um, you were talking about kind of your, your place in the program um, and I wanted to see if you have any advice for, for some folks who are maybe unsure about their place in the program. You know, you, you talked about relationships, so just wanted to, to pick your brain on advice for our listeners out there. I think at least from my personal experience, uh, don't try to conform to like what everybody else else's like leadership style is, uh, like I said, like, I'm not really a peppy person all the time. I'm just not, but you know, that's fine. Like, I think, especially like for me, like I have a very like dry sense of like humor and very like monotone stuff like that. So like, I guess use that kind of personality to your advantage, you know, like not everyone is going to be like the perfect, like peppy person and that's fine, but that doesn't make you any less of a leader than other people would be. So like hone your skills of like your personality and how you function, I guess. Okay, so now comes the most exciting part of the Ryla cast, which everybody really looks forward to. I get all these these voicemails 
on my Palm Pilot asking me, hey, when are you going to give people an opportunity to plug something? So Rishi, uh, I want to give you an opportunity. The floor is yours if there's something that you are passionate about, that you uh, want the millions, theoretical millions of people listening to this uh, to, uh, to know about. So the floor is yours. I really want to ask first, though, what is a Palm Pilot? Oh um, my gosh! <laughs> I will. I will tell you when you are older. Okay. Okay. I'm um, old enough to know. How many things can I plug in? Because I have a lot. <laughs> uh, let's say let's cap it at three. Okay. Well, first, I'm gonna plug in my obvious, you know, staple of my personality, the Hunger Games series. Wearing my District Twelve sweater right now. Uh. As everyone who is with us at camp knows that I have a very huge obsession with the Hunger Games. Um, that's why my nickname is Mockingjay. And I'm kind of surprised that stuck around as like much as it did. Uh, but yeah, perfect series. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Catching Fire is my favorite movie. I will, if anybody wants to hear me talk about it, I will audio message you on why every single shot of that movie is perfect. Um, uh, can I can I confess something? Have you never seen it? Never seen it. <laughs> I'm f- I'm familiar with the with the 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 concept of it, uh, but I also haven't seen. If it helps, I haven't seen the Harry Potter movies either. So I'm just I, know, I know who's I'm, getting an audio message. I'm just washed. I'm sorry. I apologize for being washed. But go on with your plugs. No, yeah, no. But I cannot express how much I love these movies. I have all the Mockingjay pins on my desk at work. I also have a Katniss Barbie doll that my friend got me also at my desk. There's a lot of, and then my second plugin is record collecting. Uh, I'm a huge record collector. Uh, It is my favorite thing in the entire world. If you ever want to go to somewhere like local and like close by Josie records in Dallas is really great. Uh, So shout out to you, Josie. It's not your record store, but it could be. If you just walk in. I mean, have you asked him specifically if it's his record store? I mean, why wouldn't it be Andrew, though? My team has advised me not to comment on that. There you go. That's, okay. that's smart. That's smart. As your as your legal advisor, I think that that's smart, Mr. Odds. Anyway, go on. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. You're fine. Um, my most expensive record is actually my Catching Fire picture disc, which is great. I love it. It feels that's like it's on brand. Very on brand. I think the one that I listen to the most, which is my third plug-in, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. A perfect album. Another thing that I can audio message you about how much every single song on that album is perfect. I feel like you might be the second person to plug that on the podcast. I don't Wait, know. Really? Oh. I, I don't know. We've, I mean, we have a lot of people plugging music, but, uh, but anyway, Casey, she's from around here, right? She's a, she's a she Dallas, is- or she's from East Texas, Golden. Yes, because we had this conversation at day seven. That's it. That's where it's coming from. Yeah, because right. I was like, yeah. Yes. But that's my perfect album. My roommate says, like, I know you're having a good day when you're listening to it and singing along. Okay. I, yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to see if my kids are into it, because I'm obviously too too washed to enjoy music like that. Yeah, just hang um, on to your Palm Pilot. I will. Absolutely. Uh, Rishi, Rishi Chowdhury. Uh, our guest here on the Rylocast. Rishi, we appreciate your time. Thanks for taking some time and joining us here on the Rylocast. I appreciate you guys so much.
thanks once again to Rishi Chowdhury for being our guest here on the RylaCast. It's now my time to uh, bring it all home, not just for this episode, Josie, but also for the entire year. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure. A lot of no pressure. pressure. Just don't worry. It's just you and me. We're going to find out if it's it's not. Uh, trust me, I'm going to get a bunch of text messages <laughs> that are going to tell me it's not just you and me. So uh, now I've got to bring this thing home. So this is the holiday season. And I don't know if you you know this about me, Josie. But uh, do you know what my favorite day is? Your favorite day? My favorite day of the year. It's probably Thanksgiving. My favorite day of the year is Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving yes. is the best day of the year. It like, is. That's an, ob- that's an objective fact. Um, I love Thanksgiving. On my show on TexasFootball.com, we count down to Thanksgiving every single day. We have, like, we start the show and we count down. It's X days till Thanksgiving. So, for example, I can tell you right now as we're recording, it's 359 days to Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> Okay. You're joking or you're like, you're laughing, but it's not a joke. I've done it every day. Every, every episode we've done 1500 episodes, every episode we count down to Thanksgiving. And so I love Thanksgiving. And the reason I love Thanksgiving is, is multifold. One, I think that there's very low expectations for Thanksgiving. Like you don't have to get anybody gifts. You don't have to worry about this, that, or the other. All you gotta do show up, eat food, hang out, watch some football, watch a parade, take a nap. It's low. It's like there's low commitment here, right? That's Mm -hmm. part of it. Another reason why I love Thanksgiving is that it is a, um, as I mentioned, it is a a holiday where a nap is a key component of it. And like, that's the only, it's the only holiday that exists like that, that like we celebrate the nap. And that's what I appreciate about it. I also think the food's great and all of that. But most importantly, the thing that I appreciate about, um, the of Thanksgiving and even I would say the holiday season writ large is the expression of gratitude. I think we as a society, if I may hop on my soapbox here for a moment, I think we have gotten increasingly worse or decreasingly good. Which way do I want to do that? Increasingly mm-hmm. worse. I'll edit that out. I won't edit this out. You're hearing <laughs> no. all of this. Um I think I've we've gotten increasingly worse at being grateful. And like expressing gratitude and gratefulness. Um, maybe we are great, you know, uh, grateful, but we are not very good at saying it or telling people that and stuff like that. And so I want to encourage you, 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 Josie, yes, but also like the royal you, like the listener, like this isn't a personal attack on you. Um, I want to encourage you to be mindful of being, uh, being grateful this, this time of year. And I think there's a few things uh, that you can do to, and especially in a leadership position where you can do to make, to practice gratitude on a relative, on a, on a regular basis. One of them is to schedule some time in your day to be grateful, to reflect with gratitude. And maybe that is you send somebody a text message and tell them that you're thinking about them, or you send them an email, or you write them a note, or you just smile at somebody, or you just go and talk to somebody and tell them that you're grateful for them. Um, I think that if you make gratitude a, a daily part, of, I, I think that's a good habit. Would be like to make gratitude, make gratitude uh, a, a part of your daily life. Um, I think another thing that's like real easy to do is to just like celebrate wins, like. 
whether they're big or they're small, whether somebody got a big promotion like like on your team or they just like, you know, like wore a clean shirt. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think celebrating those 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 wins uh, are a way to be a grateful leader and to be somebody who understands that, like who, who allows people to be heard. Um, I would also just like encourage you to just is like in a lot of ways I would encourage you to find a way to allow the people that like you are leading to have a say like the way that you can show that you are grateful for people is by hearing them and like listening to them and and hearing their voice and allowing the, their their opinions and ideas to be shared and voiced and things like that because those are the types of gratitude that's a little thing and it doesn't I, I know people maybe maybe don't you know uh, associate listening to people with gratitude, but I think that that is somewhere of saying, you know, I value you. I appreciate you uh, so much that I want to hear what you have to say. So in this time of year, uh, I think we should all be mindful and be um, make a, a concerted effort to be grateful during this time of year. That is, that is my soapbox for, for this evening. Uh, on on the Rylacast and outro here, so good. I read my I read my script. Well, that is a great that is a great soapbox, um, and I I think that's I think that's in line with. Uh, and I'm I'm really gonna um, showcase the fact that I have not tuned into um, High School Scoreboard live. Lately. Here we go. But yeah. but do you do you still end the show with uh, with your be kind sign? I do. I end every show by uh, grabbing one of my pieces of paper, of which there are many. There are <laughs> thousands of pieces of paper on that desk at any one any given time. Grab one. I always have a big sharpie with me. I write be kind. I hold it up to the camera. Then I crumple it up and I throw it at the camera. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be kind. It's just I want to throw the ball at the camera. That's 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 it. Well, I really appreciate that, and I want you to know that I noticed that, and I think well, you're you. a great, um, you exemplify kindness. Well, I didn't want this to turn into like some sort of like say nice things about me thing. I don't want you to do that. Don't. This is going to be. I'm showing. Now. I'm showing my gratitude. Okay. That, well, that was the word you. I couldn't think of. Thank you. I'm grateful for you, Josie, and I'm grateful <laughs> for our listeners. And I would be very grateful if you were to rate, subscribe and tell a friend about this podcast. And here with an antiquated way of telling a friend about the Rylocast is Josie. Well, thank you, Greg. I never thought I would equate these two things, antiquated and a Palm Pilot mm -hmm. from 1997. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but go ahead and bust out your Palm Pilot, your Blackberry mm -hmm. Messenger. I think mm -hmm. you alluded to that earlier. Oh, yeah. And and scribble a little message. Make sure you've got some fresh double or triple A batteries in that bad boy before oh, yeah. you send the message. Oh, but, yeah, there's uh, no charging station here. No charging station. Um, and tell just just send a send a message to listen to the Rylacast. Probably uh, not on the Palm Pilot, but yeah, it. Pro I, I imagine the Palm Pilot servers are down at this point. Um, and, uh, we do thank you for, for spending a little bit of your day with us. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season and we will talk to you, uh, in January. Josie, thanks for your courage. Thanks, Greg. We'll talk to you next time on the Rylock.